0: Hey, Steve, uh, what's with the pajamas?
1: These are my karate robes. Look, I have Jonathan Frakes' tranquil face embroidered on the back.
0: Oh. Uh, why?
1: Um, I'm looking for balance in my life. I've polished every car on the street. I have painted every fence in the neighborhood, and I've sanded my next-door neighbor's floor.
0: And now you are balancing on one foot on top of a stump.
1: Exactly, jason Son.
0: you going to put on the bottoms of your karate robes?
1: Not anytime soon.
2: Wax on. wax off.
0: Hey everybody, welcome to Late Seating. I'm Jason Harding. And I'm Steve Shives. On this show, we take a classic movie and see if it lives up to its reputation, whether that reputation is good or bad. And this time around, its reputation is good, right Steve?
1: I think it's pretty good, yeah.
0: Oh, good. I'm glad you think it's pretty good. Show over. It's it's reputation. He gave his review already. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) Hey, Steve. Yeah, I know you're sitting on a lot of excitement. Uh You've had a really good week. Uh because You got to watch something that you like. What movie are we reviewing this week, Steve?
1: Oh, boy. We are reviewing that classic 1984 martial arts coming-of-age drama.
0: Pee-Wee's Big Adventure.
1: Oh, that's... That would be a good one, too, but no. <laughs> is Pee-Wee's Big Adventure a martial arts? <laughs> martial it arts- is.
0: There's a martial arts scene in there, that's remember? True, that's
1: true. That's true. Uh, no, that's we're not we're not doing Pee-Wee's Big Adventure. We are doing, instead, mm. the Karate Kid.
0: I need a couple of hours to catch up on the homework. We're not doing Pee-Wee's. Oh,
1: you did Pee-Wee instead. Uh, well, that's okay. I've, I've, yeah. I've, <laughs> I think I've got that one pretty much memorized, too. We could just go. Yeah, me
0: too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even Hey, the karate kid. It's about a Japanese kid, right?
1: No, definitely not. What? It's about an but Italian kid.
0: Oh, who helps a Japanese kid There's, learn karate. There are
1: no Japanese kids in this movie.
0: Oh, are there any people of color in the movie?
1: There's a Japanese man.
0: Okay, well, that's good. There's one. And
1: that's it <laughs> one Japanese man
0: in southern california yes yes they they hit their quota they, one
1: they found one asian person and said you nobody else
0: well, Welcome to Reseda. We have one Japanese man, and he's old.
1: <laughs> one old Japanese man in the whole city.
0: Well, yippity, yippity, the Karate Kid. Steve, do you have any trivia for the Karate Kid? No? Great. Now it's time. to Who made it? A bunch of people. What did I think? I didn't like it that much. Steve, you loved it? Great. I'm going to recommend... I'm not going to... I'm... No. I'm not... I'm... We're... So, uh, I'm going to do Bolero. No, I don't like... I don't like it. Sure. I don't like anything. Hey, Steve, pick the one out of these three movies. The next wow. one's our Christmas movie. Okay, well, bye bye, everybody. Bye bye. I
1: know you said wow, this that time would good. start to go faster as I got older, but I didn't expect it would be like this.
0: Steve, do you have any trivia for some crack?
1: I have a lot of trivia for it, so if you get tired of it, just tell me to shut the fuck up, okay? I will. So Ralph Macchio, who plays Daniel in this, Daniel is supposed to be around sixteen or seventeen. It's he's not he's a...
0: fifteen years old, yeah. Steve. Um, he's a... He gets his driver's license when he turns sixteen. Okay, so he's years a teenager. Old. It's clearly in the movie but you tried to make him older cuz you want him to be. So my point in bringing it, my
1: point in bringing it up is whether he's 16, 15, whatever.
0: He's fifty He's 15 years old. <laughs> so
1: he's 15 for most of the movie. Okay. That's right. Ralph Macchio was 22 when he oh, made the movie. Oh, hell,
0: are you kidding? An older person played a teenager? I've never heard of that either,
1: but apparently that's what happened.
0: Um, that explains the hand job scene.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this can't be legal. Um, mm-hmm. it uh, and Elizabeth
0: Shue was, what, 36? Something like that. Yeah, okay.
1: Something like that. Um, but anyway, it wasn't really a problem because Ralph Macchio did look a lot younger than he actually was. Um, so And plus, your people are used to older actors playing younger characters. So it wasn't that big of a deal.
0: Who's you people? Just people in general. You said you people. Just people. Did you mean me? My people?
1: Your people. Yes, your people. Specifically.
0: My, I, I, I suffered from the same problem that Ralph Macchio had. I always ran about ten years younger mm-hmm. than my actual age. So when I was twenty-two, I looked like I was maybe fifteen okay. years old. We have a shared pain.
1: So you're you saying people. you could have played the Karate Kid just as well as Ralph Macchio? Okay?
0: I've seen pictures of you when you were twenty-two, and you look like you look like a part-time insurance salesman.
1: Well, okay, I was a part-time. I, I, you know, the, I, the family needed the money. What's?
0: You look like you came in first place in the Dan Fielding look-alike <laughs> Junior Park. <laughs>
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, night court jokes. <laughs>
0: Duh, yeah, that doesn't make us seem old does it?
1: I love a good night court joke <laughs> um <laughs> no it wasn't I, Ralph Macchio's age relative to that of his character was not really a problem until we get to Karate Kid Part 3 which My. which was made five years later but was uh-huh. set one year later so now you have a nearly 30 year old Ralph Macchio
0: and a growth spurt <laughs> playing. Well, and he spent too much time in the sun a growth spurt
1: that aged his face.
0: He was exposed to nuclear radiation. Yeah,
1: well, you know, I
0: guess. Um, he got scared by that giant head that made Ash's hair turn gray and <laughs> in, in The in Evil Dead 2.
1: Boy, there's, all, I, they, there's so many movies they could have made, apparently, that they just didn't.
0: He lost a bet with a gypsy. Just leave him alone. So he's older. He lost a bet with a gypsy. But anyway, I just, that <laughs> so was... So a- he has, he had dad bod. He was, <laughs> he got a gut. Yeah. He couldn't bend. When he bent, he groaned. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, I
1: sure do hate biology class. What about the rest of you, fellow high no, school wait. students? He went from
0: twenty-two to twenty-seven. Twenty-seven, yes. Okay.
1: So he was by the time he uh, by by the time they made Karate Kid Part Three, he was a full ten years older than his character was supposed
0: to be. Um, Should have given that job to a little person. Avoided the whole thing. Sure. <laughs> Just in the wide shots. The
1: karate little person.
0: Oh, just in the wide shots. Just in the wide shots. When you're close ups, you see, and then when he walks away, it's a little person dressed like him.
1: (laughs) That works all the time. It's seamless. (laughs) It does. It's seamless. No one
0: ever catches on.
1: (laughs) It's just forced perspective. You know, Orson Welles used that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Hey Steve, any more trivia? Yeah,
1: did you know that the uh, the the classic car, the 1948 Ford Super Deluxe that Mr. Miyagi gives to Daniel for his birthday, was actually given to Ralph Macchio by the producers after the film wrapped?
0: In lieu of pay?
1: <laughs> yes, we can't afford to pay you anything, Ralph. <laughs> please take this car.
0: Please take this car, but it doesn't work. It had to be towed around.
1: Just take, take the car. The car. <laughs> We're telling you to take the car. <sighs> um,
0: the producers lost interest when they found out you were of age.
1: <laughs> oh. They refused to pay you. Welcome to Hollywood, buddy. Um,
0: and he's, No, I didn't. How nice for and, him. And he still owns it to this day. Of course he does.
1: <laughs> you say that like you're accusing him of something.
0: Not accusing him of anything. <laughs> of course
1: he does.
0: Name another movie that he's been in. Um, was exactly. He, <laughs> my Cousin Vinny? <laughs> 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 Um,
1: also, this is something that I actually didn't know until I was looking up stuff for the show. Yes. Um, the, okay. the, the logo that is on the back of Daniel's gi uh, mm-hmm. that in the movie was made by Mr. Miyagi's wife. Dead um, wife. His dead wife.
0: Um, Couldn't even have a baby, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, that, that that I'm in a bad mood, Steve. <laughs> that image... It's going to be a great show if it keeps up like this. Um, that that image of the bonsai tree was actually designed by Pat Morita. Was it? Yeah. Isn't that oh, neat?
0: what a great way for the studio to save money.
1: <laughs> Get one of the actors to do it.
0: Yeah. Oh,
1: um, well, that's nice. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, Pat Morita based a lot of his performance as Mr. Miyagi on uh, Fumio Demura, who was the master martial artist who was his stunt double in the movie. And oh. uh, Demura actually doubled him during the uh, the famous skeleton fight when Miyagi comes to Daniel's rescue and beats up all the Cobra Kai kids, um, mm-hmm. and that was a really difficult scene to shoot because Fumio Demura kept hitting the actors too hard, and and, and, the, and the actors kept you know sort of complaining that they were that he was hitting them too hard, and they they weren't reacting the way they were supposed to in the scene because they were scared of getting hit. So right. Uh, so eventually, after they were taking forever to shoot the scene. Uh, Fumio Demura pulls the director aside and says, okay. And says, "Let me just bring some of my karate students in and let them stunt double for the Cobra Kai's, and we'll shoot the scene that way." And the director said, "Okay," and that's what they did. And they <coughs> and they finished the scene in one take, yay! Which makes you wonder, since they since everybody had skeleton makeup on anyway, why they didn't just do that to start with?
0: Because <laughs> it's Hollywood.
1: <laughs> We're not going to pay extra people.
0: Any more trivia in your gigantic I love the Karate Kid grab bag of trivia?
1: (laughs) There's one more, but if you don't want to hear it, I can skip it.
0: Who got knocked up? Nobody got knocked up. Okay, then what is it?
1: Um, So part part of Mr. Miyagi's backstory in the movie is that he is descended from the person who first brought karate to Okinawa from China. Now, obviously that's not true because Mr. Miyagi is a fictional person, but... Um, There's a little bit of actual history that's sort of in there as an inspiration, because the name Miyagi comes from a real person who uh, was named uh, Chojun Miyagi, who was a martial Uh -uh. artist from Okinawa. Who traveled yeah. to China and studied in China, and then eventually came right. back and founded his own school of karate, and mm-hmm. uh, and it was in that it, it was that karate discipline that the screenwriter was trained in uh, that sort of inspired the story. So Miyagi didn't actually invent karate or bring karate to Okinawa from China, but he studied and brought it and made his own karate school. So that's, I'm done now. Jason, hmm, Jason, okay, I'm done now. Great. I'm done with my trivia. That's all of it.
0: Yay. What were we talking about?
1: The Karate Kid. I think you were about to oh, do... Oh, right. The
0: Karate Kid. I, I think
1: you were about to do the Who Made It's. Am I? I, I? That's usually how this goes.
0: Okay. But you were, you were, you entered into some sort of scholarly treatise about where Karate did de- Whatever came from... Did
1: you know that karate comes from the word tei that means hand, and then later
0: it was added, it was made karate, empty hand? I don't care where karate comes from. I don't care who brought what to win. I don't care.
1: Do you want to know another fact about karate?
0: Sure. Shoot me with it.
1: Karate for defense only.
0: Oh, is it? For defense only? For defense only. You don't attack with karate?
1: only for defense
0: then how in the fuck did they have a tournament I don't understand it was
1: just it was a very defensive tournament
0: <laughs> okay I'm ready for the Who Mades you ready for the Who Mades let's it? do it It's so directed by John G. Avildsen he also directed Rocky and the other two Karate Kid movies good job John <laughs> Good job.
1: Found a niche and he worked it for the rest of his life.
0: Rocky says, Hey, it's not Rocky any man. It's not. This is not Rocky Jr., this isn't Rocky with karate. No, it's not. They they are completely dissimilar movies. One is believable, and the other one is made for teenagers in nineteen eighty four. Guess which one it is. Guess which one is, so, which? Guess which one is it? <laughs> Written by Robert Mark Kamen, and he's also written on The Fifth Element, The Transporter series, and The Taken series. Yeah. Good good for you. Produced by Jerry Weintraub. Also uh, produced Nashville, Diner, and Ocean's Eleven. Starring Ralph Macchio as Daniel LaRusso. And uh, he was an outstanding, sometimes controversial manager of the Los Angeles Dodgers for I don't know how many years. Uh, and he managed to find no, time no. to portray a 15-year-old what?
1: You, you're confused. What do you mean I'm you're, confused? You're, you're, is LaRusso. You're, you're describing Tony LaRusso.
0: Tony LaRusso? Oh, The, the right. baseball manager. The baseball manager. All right. Okay. Who am I talking about? Daniel, Daniel. Russo,
1: the, the fictional character from The Karate Kid.
0: Played by Ralph Maricino. Macchio. Macchio. Maricinos right. are the
1: little cherries.
0: <clears throat> oh, are they? Yes. I thought those were the drinks from Starbucks.
1: No, that's macchiato.
0: Oh, a macchiato. Got it, got it. So it's Ralph I thought macchiato. that's what they called those. Okay. Yeah. Okay, good, good, good. I could do this forever. <laughs> I'm avoiding the reveal. Um... Daniel Russo, and you saw him in The Outsiders and My Cousin Vinny and some more of the Karate Kid films, and then he disappeared for a good long time until he came back as the producer of what show, Stiggy?
1: (gasps) Cobra Kai.
0: Get used to hearing that come up a lot. Anyway, then we also have Pat Morita as Mr. Miyagi. And he was in Happy Days, and he was a voice on Mulan, and he was in a whole bunch of really shitty movies. Oh boy! And um yeah, I like he, he
1: was He's even good. in a movie with uh, with Jay Leno there.
0: For, you
1: know, mm-hmm. he did a movie called Collision Course. It was uh, fun.
0: Please, I thought he was gone. I thought we relegated him only to the opening bit before we recorded the show. He was a good guy. Yeah. Uh, it was not racist What we were doing was racist at all <laughs> Elizabeth Shue as Allie Mills, and you saw her in Babysitting, Mm -hmm. and Back to the Future 2 and 3, and Leaving Las Vegas. Oh boy,
1: that happy-go-lucky romp.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Where she was depressed and drunk, and she showed her boobies, yep. so she got an Academy Award nomination. Showed her for
1: boobies it. in a depressing way. Yeah, that's in a you, sad way. That's how you get Oscar sad nominations. Depressing, sad, sad, drunk boobies. <laughs> sad nudity gets you an Oscar nomination.
0: <laughs> Martin Cove as John Kreese, and he's been in movies like Death Race 2000 and Rambo 2. And once upon a time in Hollywood, yeah, I don't remember him being in that. Who was he playing? I don't. That? Is he it, one of the stunt He must.
1: Yeah, it must have just been a small role because I, I don't remember specifically seeing him. But yeah,
0: mm-hmm. Randy Heller as Lucille Larusso, his mom, and she was in Mad Men yep. and some other stuff. William Zabka as Johnny Lawrence, and he was in Hot Tub Time Machine and two decades worth of shit, <laughs> like the dog who saved summer. Um, but now he's in Cobra Kai, or was that show's over now? Right? No,
1: it still has another season. Shit, a new season All comes right. out in, at the end of the, at the end of this year. Yeah.
0: Great, I'm invested. Chad McQueen as Dutch, and he's the only son of actor Steve McQueen. Notice how I'm not saying what else he's been in. He's been in some stuff, but you've never seen it. Ron Thomas is Bobby Brown. Nothing. Rob Garrison is Tommy, and he's was in Iron Eagle, which is weird because no, no never mind. Iron Eagle, I because they they could be the same movie. they had two friends, both with problems. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to go learn karate to help defeat my enemies at school. I've got to go save my dad by stealing Air Force equipment. <laughs>
1: <laughs> same movie, basically.
0: Mm-hmm. Tony O'Dell as Jimmy, and he was in things like Chopping Mall. Cinematographer by James Crabb, who also did Rocky, hmm. the China Syndrome, and that comedy Night Shift. I th- think that's Henry... Is that Henry Winkler's... No, that's Ron Howard's first movie.
1: I think so, yeah.
0: So it's, Steve's never seen it. Edited by <laughs> John, John G. Alvitson. He's the director, so that doesn't count. The, oh, no, yeah. And then also Walter McConry who edited Flashdance and the American version of that animal-killing movie, Milo and Otis, and Bud S. Smith, who's cut The Exorcist, Flashdance, and Darkman. Hey, oh, um, yeah, Yeah. Well, why come this crappy fucking movie needed three goddamn editors? That's a great
1: question. Maybe somebody was just going to edit the karate stuff.
0: Because it looks like it was edited by someone from TV. A lot of this looks like it could be a TV show. Yeah. A lot of it looks like it could be a side story on the fucking Rockford Files. So why did they need three of those guys to make the movie look like that? Maybe
1: they were all just really lazy.
0: Oh, okay. So it was like, hey, who wants to go in and edit? Yeah. Not me, man. I'm I'm over Not
1: it. it. (laughs) And they rochambeau for it, and you know, and ended up that three of them worked on it.
0: Yeah. Music by Bill Conti, and we know him. We love him because he did the right stuff. Oh, boy, yeah. But he also did music for Your Eyes Only and the TV show Dynasty. Yeah. Production companies, Delphi 2 Productions, Jerry Weintraub Productions, Distributed by Columbia Pictures. Released date june twenty second, nineteen eighty four. Running time one hundred and twenty seven minutes. Budget eight billion dollars. Adjusted for inflation? I don't know. Sixteen? I didn't do the calculation. <laughs> Fuck it. A it's lot. I don't know. Box office one hundred and thirty point four million dollars. Adjusted for inflation. Uh the Nash I don't know, the national budget. What is that? Four point three trillion dollars. I don't sure. know. And that's it. That's all. I'm done. That's it. I don't want to run. I don't want to go to Reseda. Why do we have to go to Reseda, Steve? Have you been to Reseda? I've never been to it's Reseda. shithole. The, the
1: movie doesn't make it look terribly nice.
0: No one makes it look it. Reseda does that on its own. <laughs> that's just
1: Reseda, dude.
0: I'm sorry. Reseda's not that bad. Jeez Louise. Although I bet some people who listen to the show that are living in Reseda are like, yeah, don't you don't have to sugarcoat it, man. You're not going to hurt my feelings.
1: <laughs> no, that's pretty much it.
0: That's well, me and you luck our way into finding a magic man who gives us everything we want. Yay! <laughs> and kick and hack and, and punch our way into the world of the Karate Kid. Steve? Yeah? It would suck if I just said, fuck it, we're not doing it. It would suck for him.
1: <laughs> we're just if really, I was just we're like, releasing what we've you. recorded so far, and we're that's it. i not it, I'm
0: not... <laughs> Steve, yes. take it away.
1: Oh boy. Well, you know, I one thing I love is a movie that lets you know what you're in for from the very beginning. So uh, the movie starts with our young hero, Daniel, complaining about everything. And get used to that, <laughs> because that's something that, uh-huh. that recurs throughout the film. So what's happening in the opening scene that we see as the credits play is he and his mom are packing up the car, and they are uh-huh. leaving their home in New Jersey, and they're going to drive across the country to California. Um, and if you don't know that, just, you know, you'll figure it out when his mom yells, California, here we come. Are uh, we
0: going to California, Mom? Because I hate it. We're going we're to, to California. We're definitely going to California. Let's pop in that thing. Ba-da-da, California. Ba-ba-da-da. And I'm surprised they don't get stopped by people. There's hitchhikers. Are you going to California? <laughs> yeah, we sure. Climb aboard. <laughs> Here's my stormy duck cloud of hatred sitting next to me. My son. My
1: darling son.
0: Passed by Kermit and Fozzie. Moving right along. <laughs> follow us we're going to california we physically have to show you this you dummies you bunch of dum-dums we have to literally show us driving away from newark but and then taking the scenic fucking route across the country
1: you know i i had the terrible thought as i was watching this this time uh, and, yes. and of course, now, now like, like Cobra Kai is a Netflix show that is a sequel to this set many, many years later. But if, if oh. I had the thought watching this, if the Karate Kid never existed and they were doing this story for the first time as a Netflix show, their mm-hmm. trip from New Jersey to California would probably be like the first two episodes of this series <laughs> because we know no we can't just we can't just skip shit anymore <laughs> like everything you have to no. see everything that's happening you can't just skip well, ahead Well,
0: it's long-form storytelling, you can do it. This is a fucking movie and it's what two hours and three minutes? Something long? like yeah, two
1: hours and five minutes or something like that, yeah.
0: Well, here's ten minutes we didn't fucking need.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not quite ten minutes, but I agree with you. They could they could have cut it out completely, and it would have been because you get you get the point when they when they arrive in when they pull up yeah when they pull up yeah. to the apartment building. You get I mean, there's a little bit of setup where you know Daniel is obviously not happy about this move and she's like he's
0: still not happy about it it's the first words out of his fucking yeah. mouth when they arrive and
1: he and, and she's like wait do you see the swimming pool and of course they get there and the pool is like there's no water in it the, the you know the apartment complex they've moved to is a dump and it's like are uh,
0: glossing over that he's like I don't have any friends I hate it here I hate you how dare you make adult decisions Without consulting me first.
1: <laughs> we were supposed to have a conference about this, I was going to be a made guy.
0: I already ripped off three trucks in Newark. <laughs> I was going to get on a crew.
1: <laughs> Tony said he saw a big like, future in me.
0: But he runs into some kid. Yeah, Freddie, Don't get used and to and him. <laughs> like, yeah, he disappears quick. Um, and he's like, hey, welcome. Here's a crazy old lady.
1: Who's also from Jersey.
0: Who says she's from Jersey? That's Who true. knows? She might just be
1: crazy. Um, but they, yeah. they go up to their new apartment, and uh, they discover that the faucet is broken. Yeah. So mom says, well, you know, there's a maintenance man downstairs. Go find him and see if he'll come up and fix mm-hmm. the faucet. So Daniel right. says, okay. So he goes downstairs, and he asks the crazy old lady for directions to the maintenance man's office. And she's like,
0: go over there and turn right and turn left. And,
1: and he's like... <laughs>
0: Oh, hell, and she jumps into the at the half empty pool
1: and he's like okay so a left and then a right um, and so he goes into the the little maintenance office and there's mr miyagi and he's sitting there at a, at a desk um is he he's doing the he's trying to catch flies with chopsticks right yeah
0: i want to tell you something now yeah. that will hurt please you. Do you know who auditioned for this role? I
1: do, actually, It yeah. And
0: was turned down because he was playing it too serious? I,
1: I do, I do. Do you want to say it or do you want me to say it?
0: Say it, Steve.
1: <laughs> Toshiro Mifuni.
0: What was that? Oh,
1: the legendary actor, one of the greatest stars in the history of cinema, Toshiro Mifuni. Uh-huh.
0: One of the greatest. Yes,
1: one of the absolute greatest. Auditioned yeah.
0: and wanted the role. Yeah. And this jackhole said, nah. <laughs>
1: Can I, can I just say can I just say I feel like my 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 love for toshiro Mifuni is is hopefully well established um, yes,
0: we both love him dearly. I
1: love him I mean he you know I feel like the first time the, the 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 first time I ever saw him in a movie was probably either seven Samurai or Yojimbo and as soon as I saw him, I thought mm-hmm. it, my first thought was man Clint Eastwood is a wuss
2: mm-hmm. like he
1: see like he just seems like such a he's he, Mifuni was amazing um I do not think he would have been right for this. I think f-
0: you shut your mouth.
1: <laughs> I agree that I think if he if he had played Miyagi. Are you
0: saying he didn't have range enough I'm to play if, you know, he ha- this pigeon English <laughs> fucking Japanese caricature role in this movie? I'm not
1: saying he couldn't have done it. I'm just saying for the movie that this turns out to be, it would have changed the movie. Um, I
0: don't think it would have I think that with a little direction he would have been he would have been glorious he would have won that fucking <laughs> academy I mean, goddamn uh, yeah, look, award.
1: God I would never I would never want to say that he couldn't do it cuz he would and
0: Mifune would have had enough booze money to die happy and drunk.
1: <laughs> he was he was an amazing actor. Um yes, he and was. an amazing star and I'm sure he would have yes, been, he, he, was. he would have been able to he I'm sure he would have been able to handle it but it just I think I think Pat Morita is amazing.
0: How great been? Would the backstory scene for Mr. Miyagi have been? Oh, my God, with Mifune breaking down and crying? Uh-huh. Oh, fuck, yeah. Uh Uh-huh, yeah.
1: Yum, yum, yum. (laughs) Give me that. And then Daniel tries to comfort him when he just grabs him by the throat and throws him across the room.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I kind of want that, too. (laughs) Leave me alone. (laughs) I want him to be the one that yells at him when he's training.
1: (laughs) Just slaps the shit out of him. Mm Um.
0: Yeah. Those kids after he attacked the attacked the uh, the teen bullies they would have left town.
1: It would have been the end of the movie. <laughs> they would, would have just been like, "Hey, fuck this." <laughs> that would have been the end of the movie. The rest of the movie would have just been Miyagi and Daniel fishing. <laughs> That's the kids right. And have, it would have been perfect. The bullies would, would have, have been, been gone.
0: <laughs> Shut up, boy!
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so um, Daniel finds... Mi- he
0: goes to then. There's Mr. Miyagi, and he's ca- trying to catch flies with chops. Yeah,
1: and Daniel's like, you know, you're going to fix our faucet? And he's like, yeah, I'll fix it after. And he's like, after what? And Miyagi's like, after, after! And Daniel's like, okay, mm-hmm. cool. You need your space, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. So he leaves. and uh, I don't
0: even know. I have my own house. I have a fleet of classic cars. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't fuck with me. Kid. Why am I working here?
1: <laughs> for the for the love of the work, clearly. I guess um, so. Yeah. But yeah. So uh, anyway. So so
0: we go to the beach.
1: Yeah, Freddie, the guy that the kid that Daniel meets when they moved in, invites him to a beach party. So they go to Luke
0: the... with one of the dumbest fucking fake Beach boy songs <laughs> I have ever heard in my entire life. I literally doubled over in yeah. laughter when I heard them doing it, oh, going, Oh, it's a Beach Boy song. What Beach Boy song? Wait a this minute, isn't this isn't a Beach isn't Boy a song. Beach Boys song. <laughs> <laughs> it's like some dorks going summer, 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 yeah, totally. girls and beaches. <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit. It's like I forgot about this. It's
1: like an elevator music version of a beach boy song with lyrics. <laughs>
0: It's practically an MSTK parody totally, of a beach Totally. Boy song. Well, you
1: know, they spent all the money for music on licensing that Bananarama song. So, you know. I guess so. That was a big hit. Anyway, at
0: the time. they run around and kick a ball for I guess 8 to 10 hours because yeah. they got there in the morning. Because it's dark and, by
1: the time the scene actually starts, yeah.
0: Yeah, and Tony La Russa, you know, um, he he uh, likes uh what's her name? Allie. Elizabeth Shoe. Allie. Yeah. He sees Allie and and they go, oh, go talk to her. So he goes over and he talks to her. And then, dun, dun, dun. <laughs>
1: the local. The bad pups guys arrive. roll
0: up on dirt bikes. Yeah,
1: Johnny. Johnny and the Cobra Kai's.
0: Uh-huh. And they're like, hey, um, Radical, you're awesome and cool. Hey, look, isn't there a man talking to your ex girlfriend on the beach? i up there. this that. will not stand!
1: <laughs> I must have satisfaction! This,
0: I will kill him! <laughs> <laughs>
2: I
1: bite my thumb at you, sir!
0: He rides down to the beach, confronts Allie, takes a radio, breaks yeah. it, and, and, Dan, and then Tony comes up. Because women need to be saved.
1: Exactly, and they need Just little punks from there. New Jersey to save them.
0: Uh-huh. And, uh... He beats him up pretty good. Yeah, because he knows and karate. Right away. Yeah, because he knows karate. Daniel only knows, like, what he saw on TV right. or something. He took a couple of classes at the Y. Yeah. Um, they not come into the sand. He lays there because he's dead now. Yep. Allie runs up, and then they all, everyone just Abandoned him on the on the beach. This is yeah, th- and th- like, this is this. Is his spine broken? Who cares?
1: <laughs> this is where his 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 budding friendship with Freddie ends because Freddie sees his new friend Daniel get beat up by the school bully and says, "Oh, to hell with this guy," and leaves.
0: <laughs> he's known him for eight hours. <laughs> People tell him to not do what he's gonna do. Don't do it. Oh yeah. Oh, I, look! I'm t- They're a karate killing squad. They, they, they am, apparently haven't graduated yet. But let, let's just
1: put our cards on the table. I am totally on board with the whole Daniel is an idiot thing.
0: <laughs> Daniel's a real idiot. He's an
1: idiot who is, who is at least the co-author of many of his problems in this movie. <laughs> it's not all solely his fault, but he definitely <laughs> makes things worse in a lot of ways that he doesn't yeah. have to.
0: Anyway, the next day, apparently, is the first day of school. Yep. And his mom notices that he's got a black eye, and he said, Oh, I fell down the stairs. Like, I hit it in the head with the door. I'm fine. Leave me alone. Bye-bye. Then <laughs> he goes to school. He sees his bullies there. He sees Allie on a soccer field. And she's like, Ha! Mm-hmm. Still, you make me moist or something. And then... He gets in a fight, doesn't he? he I, well
1: it's <laughs> soccer tryouts. Yeah. And he
0: Oh it's soccer he, and he, tryouts. He gets in a
1: fight at soccer tryouts and the soccer coach blames him for uh, it.
0: Uh-uh. Someone trips him. That's right. He immediately pops up, punches the guy in the face, and pushes to him to the ground so he can roundhouse punch him over and over again. <laughs> Let me, re- let me go back to that. Because he was tripped, he pushed someone to the ground and started to beat them to death. Yeah.
1: Or as and it's known. And Ali's kind of like it's also clapping
0: known. going, yay, girls don't play sports. <laughs> they, yay, hooray, girls don't play sports. Oh, look, that guy like just violently beat <laughs> someone up.
1: That's what's known as handling your business.
0: Because Allie is a cheerleader. Yeah. Because girls need saving and they don't play sports. Well, I- anyway. Allie
1: says she plays soccer, but we never actually see her doing that. But she says she does. Mm-hmm. So.
0: And what becomes routine, <laughs> he comes home and has a tantrum. Yes, he does. Like An, <laughs> an immediate tantrum, and Mr. Miyagi comes by to fix the sink. I don't think anything is said there, just Mr. Miyagi noticing that he's throwing a tantrum about being beaten up. The next day at lunch, Tony walks up and he's like, he sees Allie and they talk and you're like, great, I guess. I don't know. So then what happens? He goes to to the the
1: karate school because he He goes to the karate school. He wants to learn karate.
0: Hitler has apparently started a karate school. Where he says things like, murder your opponents, kill them, kill everyone. Anyone who disagrees with you is wrong and kill them. (laughs) You have enemies everywhere. Some of you want to kill me, but I will kill you first.
1: I am explicitly teaching you, teenagers, to be murderers.
0: Everybody's talking about me. (laughs) And Tony is at least smart enough to go... Fuck that! Yeah. Well,
1: because he sees that you know Johnny and and his other bullies are in that karate class, and he's like, "Oh, okay, wrong room," right. and he and he gets mm. the hell out of there.
0: Right. So then he has breakfast with his mom.
1: Yeah, or something like that. Yeah.
0: And I don't know. They talk about something lunch. Her moving to California and how she didn't ask him. And it's <laughs> like, oh, I'm sorry, you're a 15 year old boy, and you forgot to ask him. Mommy forgot to ask you permission to try to improve her fucking life. Is it life? okay if
1: I try to here's make a, our lives better, sweetie?
0: Here's a, here's a quick question. How come no one ever talks about or mentions your father, Tony? Hmm? Where's he? I know where he is. He's been distributed amongst cement in several different <laughs> buildings because he was a Fucking low ranking mob guy. No, he was never a maid man. He was on someone's crew, and you know what? His packages were a little light. Too many goddamn times. Isn't that That's right? right? That's why you're leaving. Your mom's trying to save your fucking life. Ooh. Yeah. That's why you have anger issues because your dad settled everything with this, too, your, didn't he? Your didn't
1: he? Your dad's buried under the parking lot at the Meadowlands, kid.
0: Mm hmm. And then the then the gang decides to try to murder him.
1: Oh yes, they they run his uh because they drive dirt bikes and Daniel just has a regular old pedal bike. So they run up they, they, yeah. they run up alongside him while he's on his way home that night and they r- run him off the road and he runs down the hill yeah, and co- is yeah it's oh tumbles. it's not good
0: it's not good but he takes it out on his bike because he hates his bike and he tells his bike I hate Stupid you bike. and he. Th- He throws the bike in the dumpster. His mom comes up and goes, What did that bike ever do to you? (laughs) (laughs) Your father bought that bike with what money he could scrounge out after they threw him out and turned their backs on him.
1: (laughs) Um, so he has a big argument with his mom there. And he says, you know, I just yeah. want to go home. Why can't we just go home? And she's like, God, shut up. We're not going home. And uh, uh, so they leave. And then Mr. Miyagi peeks out from the door. And he's like, could you keep it down out
0: here? No, he doesn't even it's do late. that. He comes out looking contemplative. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't add a gong when he <laughs> oh shows up. God. Gong!
1: da 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 da
0: Next day at school, uh, Well don't forget Mr. Miyagi Allie fixes was, his bike. No. Is oh it? no, that's right. Oh yeah, no, that's well, right. Find, that morning. Or,
1: or does he not find out until after school?
0: No, that's later. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He goes to school, he doesn't have his bike. Ellie's like you keep showing up with bruises on your face do you want to come back to my house and finger each other? And he's like, God, that'd be great. But then he sees his bullies and is like, I got to I gotta run away now. I got to run away. He gets home, and what's waiting for him at home? His,
1: his fixed bike.
0: His fixed bike. Mr.
1: Miyagi pulled it out of his dumpster and repaired it.
0: Mm-hmm. Because he has nothing better to do, I guess. Because he's
1: a nice guy.
0: Because he comes downstairs. Oh, really? There's a lot of kids in there. Did he fix all of the well, fucking lines? Fuck lives? the rest of
1: those kids.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Fuck the rest of the kids. I guess of, I don't know.
1: Mr. Miyagi. To
0: be has a learning disorder. <laughs>
1: Mr. Miyagi has a
0: he, that I cannot fix with karate. <laughs>
1: Mr. Miyagi has a a personal story with every teenager that lives in the apartment building. Yeah. Like, they all think it's of him a as like the guy. It's a fucking fantasy island for
0: teenagers in the, in that apartment complex. <laughs> He's the Mister Rourke of that that apartment complex. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, he goes and he thinks Mr. Miyagi is working on some uh, bonsai plants. Yeah. And uh, they talk and he says, hey, can I do that? And he's like, sure. And then his mom um, tracks him to this place that she's never been to before. I don't know. I guess she just follows the sound of them snipping yeah. things. Oh, that sounds like Daniel snipping. Mm-hmm. And then Mr. Miyagi gives her what is arguably a, a nine to $1,000 bonsai yes. Class.
1: Oh, and also, don't, don't forget that bonsai pruning is something that apparently you can just pick up and start doing.
0: That's right. If it comes from if your it comes heart. from your heart. Just, just, if it comes just, from you, you can just do just it. Just
1: imagine what you want it to look like. and then
0: I really wanted him to accidentally snip off the very top of that plant as soon as he said it. Snip, oh! And he's trying to... He's trying to wire it back onto the top <laughs> oh, while shit. Mr. Miyagi keeps going on and on. <laughs> you know, my father, he told me. And you're like, he's like, uh-huh. uh-huh great, yeah, your great story. Keep
1: telling me that story.
0: But not only does he give a bonsai plant to his mom, but he gets one, too, to take home to work to on. Practice. Isn't that great? Yeah, exactly.
1: He's very generous. He's mm-hmm. a very generous guy.
0: Yeah. Next day at school, stuff. <sighs> Something happens at school. I can't remember. I can't
1: remember either. But we're we're getting into a point now where like we the the movie starts to skip ahead a little bit. You, you sort of get the impression that well,
0: I think what Larusa does something to fuck up somebody's stuff, right? One of the one of the bullies, doesn't he? Does he? Because he can't stop himself from doing <laughs> <the> it.
1: <shit. laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but we. But uh, it, some time passes. You get the impression that like Daniel and Mr. Miyagi have been hanging out a lot, and then all of a sudden it's Halloween.
0: Well, no, we literally—it's—he's holding a pumpkin. We don't have a no. There's not like yet. a
1: montage, but some, I mean, obviously, some time has passed, and they're more comfortable. You're with You're making each
0: some other. wild assumptions there, too.
1: Yeah, and Miyagi says, "Are you going to? <laughs> is there like? Are, what, are you dressing up as anything for Halloween?" And Daniel says, "No."
0: Because the guys who beat me up will be there. Yeah,
1: because the school has a Halloween dance. And Miyagi says, well, if you had a, a, um, a Halloween costume, would you go to the dance? I really want you to go to the dance so you can get beaten up. And, yeah. and Daniel says, well, sure, if I had a costume that let me go as the invisible man. Mm-hmm. And wouldn't you know it, hanging on the wall behind him were all of the components of the costume he would soon be wearing.
0: He's walking around like a shower yeah, stall.
1: Yeah, he's got like a shower stall around it with a yeah. So
0: what, Allie, what's Allie dressed like?
1: She looks like a just like um, someone going to like a fancy dress party for like rich people. Ah, uh-huh,
0: she's not wearing fucking anything. It's, it's just something to make her look pretty. with
1: like with like a, a hand wand mask, you know, to hold her. Uh-huh. Yeah,
0: lazy, lazy, lazy. <laughs> anyway, they get to have a dance. Inside of his shower thing. And then a chicken attacks him. Yeah. with Someone let a, a person with actual eggs to come in and just throw them at people. Yep. And he gets some egg on his, in his hair. And he goes into the bathroom and someone tells Johnny, his arch nemesis... Something.
1: Well, John. John, John oh,
0: hey, hey, man! Roll those doobies.
1: Yeah, Johnny's in the stall in one of the stalls rolling joints because they do drugs because they're bad kids.
0: Yeah, because only bad people do drugs. right? That's Steve? exactly
1: right. Just say no. That's right. Didn't they weren't they listening, listening to Nancy kids Reagan? Do drugs.
0: Good kids continue to continually antagonize bullies and beat people up.
1: <laughs> Without doing drugs, yes, exactly.
0: Uh huh. Um. And so what does he do?
1: Well, yeah, Johnny's in the stall, rolling a joint, minding his own business. Yeah. And Daniel uh, gets a hose attached to one of the sinks and snakes the hose over the pipes in the ceiling so that it's pointed down into the stall where Johnny is. And he turns the water on and gets Johnny all wet and and runs away. And, of course, Johnny's, like, fighting mad now. So he runs out and he gathers the other Cobra Kai's and they're all dressed up as skeletons for Halloween and they chase after Daniel daniel goes running out into the night um, and the mm-hmm. Cobra Kai's chase him and he's running and running and the Cobra Kai's are gaining on him and he somehow is right. He's he's made it all the way to the edge of his apartment complex and he makes it but there's a fence and he tries to climb the fence and the Cobra Kai's catch up to him and pull him down and Johnny starts
0: beating They're all dressed like skeletons.
1: They're all skeletons. And Johnny starts beating his ass and one of the other Cobra Kai's says, Hey Johnny, he's had enough. And Johnny says,
0: His brains are <laughs> leaking out, Johnny. Johnny says, I'll <laughs>
1: decide when he's had enough, man.
0: Johnny swallowed his tongue. Johnny, <laughs> Johnny- He's blue. I don't think this is a good idea, Johnny. There's a hole through him.
1: <laughs> Hold him up, man.
0: Because I guess they're going to kill him. I think that's the they're idea. Kill him? I, at I this think point? that's
1: the idea. They're going to kill him. Okay. <laughs> yes. But luckily, salvation arrives in the form of Mr. Miyagi fighting machine. That's right. He,
0: and he beats the shit out of all. He of He
1: beats them. up all those teenagers, including a beautiful nutshot that drops Johnny to his back, and, and yeah. Miyagi stomps him for good measure.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Regardless of the fact that this is an adult beating up juveniles, an adult who is clear—it's a great an adult
1: who is clearly a master martial artist that's <laughs> who right, is beating children's asses.
0: <laughs> and he picks up. He picks up. He picks up uh, Daniel. And he's like, hurry before the police arrive. are getting a lot of
1: trouble for this.
0: <laughs> I cannot pack up and leave town again.
1: <laughs> I just beat up half a dozen children. That's not going to be good mm.
0: for me. And he puts him on a cot, and he's like, you got beat up pretty good. And he said, did you really beat those guys up? Yes. Did you use karate? Yes. <laughs> Have you done time? Of course. Of <laughs> course. <laughs> And they have a chit chat, and then he, Mr Miyagi, basically says, "You need to go and talk to them. Well, you right? need
1: to talk to them." He says, "There's no such thing as bad students; only a bad teacher." Only bad So teacher. you go and talk to their karate teacher and explain what's going on, and it'll straighten everything out. And Daniel says,
0: "And he goes." Yeah. Well, da-
1: Daniel says, well, "Why don't you come with me?" And Miyagi's like, "Fuck you!"
0: And how does Daniel react to that? Um,
1: oh, like a petulant little shit.
0: He says, "Well, thanks for nothing." Yeah. I just saved your
1: life? I, li- I literally beat up half a dozen children to save you.
0: I just bandaged your wounds? Kept you from dying, you prick? You ungrateful. You ungrateful son of a bitch. You have the gall to go to go hog wild on Rudy when this little <laughs> asshole literally goes, Well, fine, thanks a lot. I guess I won't do it now. Blah. Guilts this old man who's already done a lot.
1: But it works. Because Miyagi's like, Oh, of all course right, it works. Uh, Alright, fine, I'll go.
0: Because Mr. Whiny Bitch Tits just well, probably wouldn't leave. He's just like, Great, now what am I gonna do? Huh, how am I ever gonna fix my bonsai plants if I don't get someone to come with me? And <laughs> <laughs> they show up and it goes great.
1: It goes wonderfully. The good.
0: two grown adults... <laughs> have a heart to heart and they agree and that's it the end right well they
1: agree that that the cobra kais won't beat up daniel anymore for the next couple of months because what's going to happen is they're going to settle it at the big karate tournament in december right because there's a karate
0: (coughs) and until that time no one's supposed to touch daniel
1: right because Mm -hmm. there's a local karate tournament that is the most important thing that has ever happened
0: Mm -hmm. and how does uh how does danny react to that oh he's
1: not happy about that either um, no. He says,
0: what did you do that for? And
1: Miyagi has, Mi- Miyagi has the perfect answer. He says, I just saved you two months of beatings. <laughs> now pay me (laughs) why are you five
0: hundred dollars right there? why are
1: you upset actually there's another there's another great line that he has in the scene before that where daniel throws the tantrum when miyagi says i don't want to get involved um when Uh miyagi suggests that daniel goes to the cobra kai school and talk to crease and daniel says if i do that i'll get killed and miyagi just shrugs and says get killed anyway
0: (laughs) anyway they go back to his house He's got a bunch of classic cars. He, he lives out in the middle of an oil yeah, field. It's great. And he's like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna teach you karate, but first, wash all of my cars." <laughs> yes. And then put on wax in a very specific way. Yes. And Tony, and Tony, I keep calling him Dan. Tony. Danny goes, yeah, okay." And he does it. And he's like, "Great, come back tomorrow." He's wearing one of them headbands. He gives him a headband too. Yeah. next day at school, he runs into. Uh, alley again right yeah and then he walks off and taunts the bullies right because
1: they can't they can't mess with him that's yeah.
0: right they can't mess with him and he's an well, idiot he's
1: gonna push his luck
0: <laughs> yeah at no point does he ever try to talk to anybody he's just like i'm a jerk they're jerks this is a war of jerks everybody. <laughs> it's a jerk mm-hmm. war mm-hmm. he gets ali's telephone number i think
1: yeah because they they're gonna go out yeah
0: and then someone gets taken away by the principal.
1: Uh, is it, or is it, or is this where it's the uh, the high their, their history teacher? Because it looks like the Cobra Kai's are gonna.
0: Oh, that's right, the history teacher and the. Yeah. yeah.
1: It looks like the Cobra Kai's are gonna be are almost to the point where they're like, "Man, I don't care what we said. Let's kick this kid's ass." And uh, Daniel pulls over the history teacher and gets the history teacher to like give them an impromptu lecture. And the Cobra Kai's are like, "Oh, never mind. We'll leave. We don't want to. We don't want to have any education." And they walk away, and you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Then we cut to that night, and uh, Danny's mom drives up in front of the fucking Bueller mansion.
1: Ah, totally.
0: And it turns out she's rich. Oh, well, she's not rich. Her parents yes. are rich. They're members of the Tracksuit Mafia. They're both. Like, thank, <laughs> they thank you, Hawkeye, for coming up with mafia. my favorite gang ever. <laughs> um, but they're rich, and I'm like, am oh, like, look at him. Buff. He's a fool. Oh, I don't like... He's from the poor part of town or something. And uh, then, embarrassments of embarrassments, the uh, station wagon won't start, so they get Allie to pop the clutch while they push it. And if Danny's Danny, Daniel's mom, (laughs) has any problem with this, you wouldn't know. Yeah, She's awesome.
1: Yeah, she's completely unbothered, yeah.
0: She's completely, she doesn't give a shit.
1: Waves at Allie's parents,
0: hi! Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's not like, but of course he's embarrassed. But they're going to golf and slurp, whatever. It's golf and... Golf and boredom. What is it? It's golf
1: and stuffers. Yeah. Golf
0: and stuff. Where they get I, to...
1: yeah, I love that the place they're going to. It's one of the, it's like a recreation center and uh it's named after the golf course. It has this gigantic water slide. Oh yeah, a
0: huge water slide. And an arcade. Why
1: not le- Why not lead with the water slide? Yeah. Um, why call it Golf and well, Stuff? Well, he goes, why "Hey, let's it... do
0: that." you should like, "We can't." And he's like, "Why?" And he's like, "Cuz we're not wearing bathing suits." <laughs>
1: You idiot!
0: I'm alone with you now. It's a water slide. No, there's an arcade, water slide, and apparently miniature golf, which yeah. is admittedly pretty awesome. Yeah. Anyway, they have some fun, some good old teenage fucking. That's right. God awful music. The music in this movie is so fucking bad. <laughs> um, because it's really like Love, love, loving and love Being young and love And driving yeah. down the road And we're love
1: <laughs> Yeah, that's it, that's it You just you just recited all the lyrics from every song
0: <laughs> Anyway, they're leaving And some guy pulls up a brand new car And they're like, hey, get in And he's like I can't afford a good car and, and then he throws a fucking tantrum and now they're in a bad mood and they're not talking to each other right? pretty much because yeah. he has to get a ride home from his mom yeah next day he shows up and now it's time for him to sand the floor
1: yeah Miyagi's like now you will renovate my house yes <laughs> so long <don't> jump
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so now he sands all the floors and Mr. Miyagi is like great Good job. Come back
1: tomorrow, paint the fence.
0: Yes, tomorrow you're going to paint the fence. He comes back, he's trying to catch the fly with chopsticks, and what happens?
1: Uh, Daniel catches the fly his first time. Uh Uh-huh. And Miyagi takes one of the chopsticks and drives it into Daniel's eye.
0: (laughs) I've been trying to do that since I was born! (laughs) You would not be a white savior in this movie! (laughs) But he wants him to varnish the, the brand new fence that somehow on a on a maintenance man's salary he has managed <laughs> to put in. He probably did it himself. But he, saw, he shows him a very specific way to paint the fence.
1: Yes, a very specific way.
0: And he's like, there, I'm done. And it's nighttime. And he's like, what, what does he say, Steve?
1: He says, did you do both sides?
0: And he should have left. He should have just <laughs> fucking left. <laughs> the next day he shows up and he's not even there.
1: No, he leaves him a note saying, "Paint my house."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Do side it like this, side, side yeah. to side.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: <clears throat> that night, he shows up. And he's like, done. He said, you haven't haven't taught me anything, right, Steve?
1: Yeah, I haven't learned anything, you you lousy screw. You've been scamming me for for free labor.
0: When did he become a prison guard? Why did you call (laughs) him a screw?
1: You lousy screw. He's
0: free to come and go as he pleases. (laughs) Anyway, his shoulder's fucked up. And yeah. so then he does the first magic blow on my hands and rub them together and I'll fix it.
1: Yeah, he has magic healing power. That's
0: right. Yeah. That's right, because he's. He's magic. He's magical.
1: He's a magic Japanese man.
0: And since you've seen this movie so many times, you would be able to, um, you know, concisely describe what the fuck happens. So I'm going to lay down. Oh, oh yes. So.
1: So now that Daniel's shoulder is fixed, Miyagi says, show me wax on, wax off. Mm -hmm. And Daniel's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, show me wax on, wax off. So Daniel gets down on his knees to show him on the floor. Miyagi says, no, stand up, do it like this. (coughs) So Daniel says, okay, wax on, wax off. And he does the motions and then Miyagi corrects him and tells him, no, do it like this forcefully. You know, do it with, you know, like lock your wrist and, you know, showing him the circular motion. Mm -hmm. And he's like, now show me sand the floor. I'm going to show you all
0: the important stuff you should have been doing.
1: <laughs> and he said, The so whole Miyagi time. Says, <laughs> Miyagi says, Show me sand the floor. And again, Daniel gets down on the floor to show him because he's that stupid yeah. and he hasn't caught okay. on to what's happening yet.
0: <laughs> they wouldn't let me go on the water slides with all, with all my clothes on.
1: So it turns out that all of the all of the chores that Miyagi has given Daniel over the past couple of days with the very, very specific motions that he was supposed to use was all to build muscle memory. So he would learn how to do uh, the basic blocks. Right. So when he does wax on, wax off in the air with his hands, that's that's a block. And when he does side to side, paint the house, that's a block. And Miyagi demonstrates this by attempting to punch and kick Daniel in the face. That's right. And Daniel's like, oh, wax on. Oh, shit, paint the house. Oh, fuck, uh, sand no. floor. <laughs> you know, so. Thankfully, yeah. that worked. So now he knows karate.
0: Because if it hadn't, he would have punched him three times before he hit the ground.
1: <laughs> and then Miyagi would have been like, well, it's not the first teenager I've beat up this week.
0: <laughs> uh, at least this one didn't die. <laughs> the next day, they go to the beach, and he's going to teach him balance. Yeah, by, by
1: going out into the water and kicking at the waves.
0: And kicking at the waves. Got it. Meanwhile, Mr. Miyagi is down at an old pier post. And he's balancing on one foot. And what is he doing?
1: He's doing the crane technique.
0: And will he teach it to him? Sure. But first, he's got to learn balance.
1: Yeah, balance is very important.
0: And because the movie wanted, I don't know... Some sort of realism, I guess.
1: <laughs> they they meet a couple of racists.
0: Yeah, they got the mentally handicapped guy from L.A. Law and That's or right. Doctor yes. Giggles. Take Dr. your pig. Yeah. <laughs> As a couple of lost Oklahoma bumpkins who what just went down to the California? beach with beer and. <laughs> And they're like they're being real racist, aren't they, Steve?
1: Oh yeah, because well, Miyagi's like they're putting their beer bottles on the hub of Miyagi's truck, mm-hmm. and Miyagi walks up with Daniel. He's like, "Hey, we're we're gonna take off, guys. Why don't you can you get your beer bottles?" And uh, and Doctor Giggles is like, "Why don't you, Mike, just get him, Charlie Chan?" Mm-hmm. And Miyagi's like, "Okay." And he no, he's a too.
0: Japanese character, a Chinese caricature. I am from Okinawa. <laughs> what?
1: Okie okay, get Jackie Chan. No, that's even worse. <laughs> Like, what?
0: Okay, Mr. What was it? Mr. Moto? How do you know <laughs> yeah. about Mr. Moto? He was never as popular.
1: Shut yeah, the fuck but up. See, you don't know they... what I know. Act like I ain't never read no book or nothing.
0: Shit. Uh, wasn't he played by a white guy? Yes, he was. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he was played by Peter Laurie for several years, and he's German.
1: <laughs> okay, we're going to go. He's like you know who I liked. I
0: like Peter Eusternoff. He was a good Charlie <laughs> Chan.
1: <laughs> what about Fu Manchu? Where's he standing? All this? No, no.
0: But I was wondering that time that Kirk pretend pretended to be Romulan. Does that count? Because <laughs> they definitely made him look Asian.
1: They gave him those slanty eyes. <laughs>
0: Oh, they're gone. Oh, they're gone. <laughs> he they drove
1: away 10 minutes ago.
0: I was going to squint up my eyes and do awesome karate chop stuff.
1: <laughs> what actually happens is Miyagi karate chops the top of their beer bottles off.
0: Not possible, but okay.
1: Uh, not possible. It would just knock the... It would, I mean, you don't even need to do a Mythbusters about that. No. The bottle would just fall over. Um, but
0: <laughs> I mean, he doesn't have a super sharp razor blade that pops out of the side of his hand when he does karate. I mean, those those boys would be dead if that was the case.
1: Oh, yes. Uh, but he, he So he, he chops the top off of the, one of the bottles, and Daniel says, How'd you do that? And Miyagi says, I don't know.
0: Well, leave <laughs> me alone. Actually, I paid actors to come, and those are prop bottles. <laughs>
1: it was a special effect. You see, this is a movie.
0: <laughs> and they just drive off. Next day... Oh no, they next what happens? They go, it's soccer time, Allie comes running up and talks to him and I think she still wants his boner, but I'm not sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. And well she they he asks her out for another date and yeah. she says, Well and, and he says, Well, I'll pick you up at seven and she says, Well actually I'm going to I'm going to dinner with my parents at the country club. Oh that's Can possibly right. meet me outside the country club tonight at nine thirty. Mhm.
0: Um
1: Daniel says, Sure, I'll meet you at your country club. There's no way that that could possibly go wrong.
0: Yeah, that won't be bad. Then uh, Mr. Miyagi goes fishing and Dan- and then knocks Daniel into the water and he thinks that's hilarious yeah. and he says a bad joke. At the country club yeah. Allie's dad says, I hope you're not dating that bizarre dirt person we met. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I can date whoever I want to, daddy. I'm done with this. And he says, no, we've set you up with a very nice young man who just passed the top of his psychotic student exams. <laughs> And who is I believe
1: you know him. Yes, I believe
0: you know him. <laughs> and it's Johnny and Johnny's like, why can't you make this work? We're both white and blonde.
1: Yeah, everything's in place.
0: Imagine how inbred our children will be.
1: Oh, they'll be hideous.
0: Yeah. So, um Danny sneaks in through the kitchen?
1: Yeah, he. I guess he gets tired of waiting for her. So he sneaks into the country club through the back and he, he, he peeks out of the kitchen door and Johnny and Allie are dancing and arguing mm-hmm. and Allie's back is to Daniel, but Johnny can see him. So Johnny's like, oh, I got an idea. And he, he kind of forces a kiss on Allie. Daniel sees that and I guess can't read body language. So he doesn't realize that Allie doesn't want to kiss Johnny, that Johnny just kind of planted one on her. Uh-huh. So Daniel's like, oh, I'm betrayed. And he turns and it's goes to run away. It's one
0: of those pointless things they added to the movie.
1: It's like, a, yeah, it's like a misunderstanding. It's just
0: a to, pointless yeah. fucking thing that didn't need to be in the movie at all.
1: That's true because they make up like their very next scene together. Yeah. It's not like it's even a major thing, but but yeah, Daniel sees them kissing and he gets all mad about it and turns around to leave and walks right into a waiter coming out carrying a big old plate of spaghetti.
0: That's right, because at these gets, fancy restaurants at the country club, hey, it's spaghetti feed night, everyone! <laughs> it's spaghetti, spaghetti feed night at the country club. <laughs> all you can eat spaghetti, darling. At Come the country on, club. bring out the heaping platters of. Spaghetti.
1: Oh, I hope we get endless garlic bread as well. I just love spaghetti and garlic bread at our exclusive country club.
0: Olive Garden. Uh, yes. <laughs> well, they treat us like family.
1: <laughs> all the soup and salad you can eat.
0: Mm-mm. Doesn't it all taste like mucus?
1: <laughs> it all tastes pretty much the same to
0: me. Meanwhile, he goes and finds Mr. Miyagi's drunk.
1: Oh, boy, Mr. Miyagi is tying one on. Because he figured Daniel had a date, so he'd be safe tonight. Right. Nope, not so. <laughs>
0: he'd be safe. Finally, I can drink.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I need to have a night to myself. Why did I ever agree to do this?
0: Why is he celebrating, Steve?
1: Um, Because, well, it turns out he's celebrating because tonight is the... Uh, well, tonight is... He says... He tells Daniel it's his anniversary. Mm-hmm. He's his anniversary. And he shows him a picture of his wife and a picture of his wife pregnant with their child. And he's mm-hmm. like, hey, this is great. Isn't this a happy story? Hang on a second.
0: Yeah. Where's and, the wife? Where is... Huh? What?
1: Right. So Miyagi in his drunkenness kind of reenacts it for Daniel mm-hmm. and it turns out that it turns out Miyagi is a World War II veteran mm-hmm. and while he was in the army his wife and their unborn child were relocated to Manzanar which was one of the one of the big relocation like concentration camps yeah. for Japanese Americans um, and she, while she was there she had the baby but and there were complications And he served in the army in
0: the European service and won
1: a uh, won a medal of honor
0: which is actually true Oh
1: a lot of Japanese Americans won medals of honor in World War II yeah um and uh, but so his wife and the baby both died in mm-hmm. childbirth, mm-hmm. um and that's why he's getting drunk.
0: That's right. This is also probably the scene that got him the Academy Award nomination. Yeah, this is also yeah. the scene that the studio wanted to cut out.
1: Yeah, which you know, like, how could you? How could you misunderstand this movie? It's not even <laughs> that. Co- like, it's not even that. It's not like high art. It's not that no. complicated. Like, how could you miss the point of this movie?
0: <laughs> I mean, here's but. the thing. It's the scene that keeps Mr. Miyagi from totally being a magical foreigner. Right. Yes. Yes. Most magical, in case of boy, magical Negroes have yeah. no backstory, no internal conflict, nothing. This is the scene that gives some idea of who Mr. Miyagi is and what he's lived through. Right.
1: And also, and at, at least a suggestion of why he might be so willing to help Daniel. Right. Exactly. Because there, there's like a hole in his life. You know. But it also he, he, opens yeah.
0: up the biggest question I have. Really? What's that? Your English is still this broken? Aww. (laughs) You've been living in this country since at least 1942? I
1: I listen. That is not that is not far fetched to me. I don't really? think that's I don't think that's a problem. My my next door neighbors and you know this because we've talked about this off the air. But my, mm. my one of my next door neighbors is a Korean lady who is now in her upper eighties. Has lived in this country for fifty years at least, and she still talks very similar to how Mister Miyagi talks. Okay, in like fine. Like the sort of yeah. So
0: fine. Disproven so that, by your fucking <laughs> that neighbor. That never
1: that never really struck me as false.
0: Mm. Anyway, he tries to get Daniel, he makes Daniel drink, and then he collapses in bed. Daniel lays him on his back so he can vomit and drown.
1: (laughs) So he can choke to death. (laughs) (laughs) Covers him him up with a blanket.
0: Routes through his stuff, finds a a needlepoint bonsai tree, his Medal of Honor, some conveniently placed newspapers about Japanese people being interned in, in prison camps, and that's it. Yep. I don't even think we see him leave. Maybe he stays well, he there whole ba- night. He, huh? he,
1: he, he bows to him and leaves. Does he
0: bow? Oh, that's yeah. right. He does. Yeah. And now we get kind of a... He's practicing on his own. Yeah. The crane kick on the post near the ocean.
1: <laughs> Miyagi's sleeping it off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's
0: practicing alone on a boat. And the song is like, you're driving down the road, and you're going all right. You're number one, and you're feeling tight. Exactly. Something along those lines. Just make up something. The pizza's really hot, but you're really cold.
1: Pretty much, yeah.
0: You're a panther. <laughs> I think I missed my calling. I should be writing 80s um, movie rock. Uh, just make up some shit and put, string exactly. it together.
1: It doesn't matter what I say, you won't remember the words. You know, <laughs> like, just get, the, just get that rhythm down and that's all you need.
0: <laughs> all right, and then it's time to learn punching. Oh, that's right. And then oh, we, get to, right. we get to see Daniel punch Mr. Miyagi a lot.
1: Yep, and he goofs off and pisses Miyagi off and Miyagi takes his ass down mm-hmm. and says, straighten up, take this seriously. Don't you know those bullies are going to fucking kill you?
0: They're going to kill you and they're going to enjoy it.
1: They're going to literally kill you.
0: And if you don't die, I I won't mourn you.
1: (laughs) I will not miss you, Daniel. But then
0: it's birthday time. Yay. Birthday, birthday. Happy birthday. You have no friends except for an old man.
1: (laughs) An old man who gives you a car.
0: Well, first he gives him a birthday cake. That's right. And then he gives him a karate gi.
1: Yes, with, with that needle point that on patch yeah that he found. I'm yeah.
0: sure my dead wife won't mind getting blood on it. <laughs> <laughs> but then oh no, he remembers something what is he, he has remember? to go
1: meet he has to go meet his mom
0: right and he shows off his driver's license and he's like, oh yeah, take any one of my classic cars. That's your present right Yeah and then Mr. Miyagi says, you know what would make it even better if you fuck somebody. Go find that girl and fuck her.
1: I mean, absolutely rail her.
0: <laughs> Doesn't say that exactly, but we know Give what he means. everything he's got. So instead of going yeah. off and meeting his mom because he totally lied. He totally lied, Steve. Yes. He drives to the arcade... And he makes up with Allie. That's right. And that was super difficult because she's very angry face at him.
1: Yeah. But then he says he's sorry and says he's an idiot. And she's like, oh, you totally are. Absolutely.
0: Her friends hate her. (laughs) Their (laughs) friends hate him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And do they kiss? I can't remember. Yeah, Yeah, they kiss. Oh, yeah. They kiss. Oh, yeah. And then he goes, can we go on the water slides? And we're like, we still have clothes on. We don't have bathing suits. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) But then he shows off his car and she's like, it's old for an old person. He's like, ah, shut up. Shut
1: the fuck up.
0: And now My it's old time. Japanese
1: karate teacher gave this to me. <laughs>
0: That's right. You be nice to him. His wife exploded trying to give birth in a, in a Nazi concentration <laughs> camp or something like that. I don't know. I don't, I don't pay attention in history class.
1: <laughs> I wasn't really paying attention. He tried to tell me, but he was drunk and he plus was, the accent. Uh, something about a camp and a birth. Made, I don't He me
0: drink. Wait, he gave an underage? He gave a minor alcohol? Yeah, but he was sad. <laughs> it was okay, right? It was all right. And then I put him to bed. You were in bed with an old man. It's not like that. I, I just rolled him up in a sheet. Just God. Can't shut we up. just just go down the water slides in winter, fully clothed, please? <laughs> it's
1: December.
0: Anyway, now it's time to register. Yeah, it's karate time, baby. Mm-hmm. And uh, now, it's uh, then he runs into Johnny and the students. All of them are blonde, right?
1: Yeah. Well, blonde or light brown hair, yeah. yeah.
0: And now it's time, and <laughs> he's like, Ms. Miyagi, I thought you've been to hundreds of things. And he says, I've fought to stay alive, not for this shit. Whatever <laughs> i fought you fought on the streets. <laughs> whatever you fucking white people turn this into, what a monstrosity this is. <laughs> Jesus, this is a nightmare.
1: You people do this for entertainment? <laughs>
0: Uh, but now he goes and he fights and he wins. Hooray! And now we get the you're the best around. Yeah, the, for the for montage. the fight montage. Mm-hmm. In which the song starts, You've been fighting and winning and driving down a road.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Actually, here's a little bit of trivia. This song was originally written for Rocky too.
0: <laughs> Yay. It fits perfectly. It does, doesn't it? Um oh, anyway, no, Rocky
1: three, I'm sorry, Rocky three. not Rocky. It's a II.
0: montage of fighting. And now we get all the way down to the second level, right?
1: The yeah, the semifinal.
0: The semifinals.
1: And Crease is like, We need to take this kid out.
0: So he turns to one of the kids who's bleached his hair for the movie and yeah. he's like, I want you to do what? Um he doesn't tell him what he does. But he what doesn't he does, tell
1: him. He wants to just take him out. Yeah, and and he the, the person who has to do it is Bobby, who mm-hmm. is the relatively nice Cobra Kai. He was also the guy who tried to get Johnny to take it easy uh-huh. on Daniel during the skeleton fight.
0: Right, and Bobby's yeah. like, "You want me to what?"
1: <laughs> and he's like, "But I'll get disqualified." And Chris is like, "Oh yeah, uh-huh. yeah,
0: you will." And he's like, "But that's not fair! How it's much money am I paying this- you?" <laughs>
1: It's called taking one for the team, Bobby.
0: Let me get this straight. Listen, asshole. I my parents pay you money (laughs) to teach me karate. You work for me. I didn't sign a fucking contract with to follow your fucking orders, you weird Nazi All I have to do is go home Tell my rich dad What you're doing And then you won't have any more fucking students How about them apples You fucking weirdo Here's another thing Use less moose in your goddamn hair all right? And maybe if you didn't grimace every single goddamn word you could find someone who will suck your dick and you'll calm down. This you'll is have something
1: a, to smile about for once.
0: This is a regional tournament for children.
1: <laughs> this is a local amateur karate <laughs> tournament.
0: <laughs> but that doesn't happen. No, no one with any sort of, you know, perspective steps in oh. and tells him, "Don't do it."
1: <laughs> there is no there is no perspective in this movie.
0: So what happens? It comes out and he hurts his leg.
1: He hurts Daniel's leg and gets disqualified, as he mm-hmm. predicted he would. And But it looks like Daniel won't be able to continue because his knee is really messed up.
0: It's, it's Is it his knee or is it's his, it's knee? his
1: I, I think it's his knee. Uh-huh. And, and and the the referees say that he has so much time. He has like 20 minutes or something like that to be able to, to stand for the final mm-hmm. or else Johnny will win by default.
0: Right. And he's just well, laying in there and he's like, Mr. Miyagi, I'm worthless if I don't win. If I don't win. He should have been like, dude, this is... Okay, listen, kid. (laughs) All right, look. You're 16 years old. You did really good, considering that you've known karate for two months, and (laughs) you got a car, a, a really cute girlfriend out of this, but your whole life is over if you don't win the tournament? And he's like, yeah, that's pretty much it, Mr. Biagi. Can you use your magical powers to fix my legs? And he's like, listen, every time I do that, time gets shaven off of my life. <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's no such thing as a free lunch, kid.
0: Like, if I'm going to rub my hands together and fix you, you got better make sure that my remaining, oh, Christ, seven years of life are worth it, okay?
1: <laughs> You're depleting my chi. <laughs>
0: but he does it he's like bong he slaps his hands together and then he comes yeah. hobbling out on there and they fight oh. and you know now they, they get tied yeah and uh and Johnny hurts his knee intentionally right
1: yeah well cuz crease tells him to sweep the leg
0: right right
1: and he doesn't actually sweep the leg but he catches his leg and elbows his knee mm-hmm. which fucks him up
0: yeah right but he looks shocked that Chris that told him to do it. Yeah, he's like, you like, want me to do something bad? And he's like, my parents pay you. <laughs> you don't tell me to do that. What are you talking about, sweep the leg? I don't know why he's looking shot, shocked. He's been a prick this entire movie. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. It's- why didn't he go, yeah, yeah, sweep the leg, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, awesome. I was hoping you'd say that. Yeah, I'll cool. sweep it.
0: <laughs> because if I don't win this, I'll become some washed out, drunken mess.
1: <laughs> and no one wants to see that.
0: So they go out there, and then Daniel's son does the crane stance, right?
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: And uh, someone yells to put him in a body bag, or he's yeah. going to be in a body... Something about body bags! Get him a body bag! Yeah. I'm way too into this whole masochism part of the thing.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but then... Daniel kicks him in the face and he wins. Yay! And he goes immediately to the ground, grabbing his face because it hurt pop Popping up to hand him the trophy, and he doesn't <laughs> yes. hand him the trophy like this. You I'm fucking cry.
1: My
2: jaw is <laughs> dislocated.
1: That is not what happens. You are correct.
0: <laughs> <laughs> What I wanted it to be.
1: <laughs> oh my fucking God.
0: Mother was judging my beautiful face. I swallowed all of my back down <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was an illegal
1: kick. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just kick me in the face
0: Just a second, my dog is insisting on coming up here. Uh, <sighs> you know, to see the end of the movie. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Danielson says, I did it all by myself. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody helped me at all.
1: That's sure, the best there was part. a lot of help
0: from one guy who had everything, but. He does say, I, "He does say, Mister Mister Miyagi, I did it."
1: Yeah, right. and Miyagi's like, "Yep." Meanwhile, yep. you
0: can you can see the, the Japanese Oni pulling life force out of him because of the healing, <laughs> the, the healing touch he gave. Mr. That's Miyagi, right, <laughs>
2: Hooray
0: for you and your minor triumph at the All Valley Karate yes. Championship.
1: I'm glad you won your regional high school karate tournament.
0: Mm -hmm. And then it fades out (laughs) on Mr. Miyagi and Steve, just get it over with. Do it. Just get it over with. Just do it.
1: Well, I don't want to surprise anybody, but I really like this movie. Of
0: course you fucking do.
1: I, I love this movie. Um, this is one of those movies that has been with me for almost my entire life. Because I was, I was five when it came out, or four when it came out, but I didn't see it um, until a few years later. I saw it on home video a few years later. Um, I immediately loved it. Because I kind of I also... picture
0: you at four staring at the TV with a toy in your hand. Just like wide eyed staring at the TV while this is playing, as it slowly, you slowly absorbed it into your very DNA.
1: Exactly, exactly. It stained my brain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also I also love the Karate Kid Part Two. Uh, I don't like the Karate Kid Part Three as much. Why? What's but I wrong have, with
0: Karate Kid Part Three? Don't they hire ninjas or something?
1: It's Karate Kid Part Three is awesome, but uh-huh. only on one level. And I'm gonna. I actually, I want to get to that because one of the things I like about this movie is that for me, it operates on multiple levels. Okay. Um, but like, I love this movie as a kid. I took karate classes as a kid, which was a direct result of this movie. Um, I love this movie. You took karate but
2: classes?
1: For like one year. Yeah, I wasn't like a master at it or anything. But I took, yeah, for like a year. Yeah. Okay. I, don't, I mean, so I didn't get very far. It, it wasn't something that I ended up devoting a, a whole lot of my life to. But yeah, I okay. took karate classes well, for a year for you. as a kid. Yeah. Um, but it's it's most, a
0: scam, you know that, right? It's a scam.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I didn't learn very much karate. The only way,
0: the only self-defense it teaches you against is from other people who attack you in the karate style.
1: I mean, I got a very, at least I got a cool gi out of it. Oh, cool. That, I, that, that my mom had to buy. But anyway... Um, <laughs> It's like the it's like the Music Man scam. He's just trying to sell instruments and uniforms. Like he mm-hmm. doesn't he doesn't the give a shit. Same thing
0: with the fucking Boy Scouts. I mean, it's all a scam. Everything's a scam.
1: It's a uniform. It's a uniform selling scam.
0: Mm-hmm. Anyway, so
1: as with most pieces of art that I have loved for this long. My appreciation of The Karate Kid has passed through several phases. When I was a kid and I first discovered it, I loved it unironically. Like I just... Sure. And, and uncritically. I just thought it was awesome. Um, when I got to be a cynical teenager, I treated it as more of like a guilty pleasure. Mm-hmm. Um, when I got to be a young adult who began to fancy himself an amateur film critic... Oh, I do!
0: Wait, fancy myself an amateur Oh, film. such a
1: fancy boy. I love the film. <laughs> um, I I decided that I I liked it, but I liked it in kind of a so-bad-it's-good sort of way, you know? Uh Um, And now, as an adult in my early 40s, who still fancies himself an amateur film critic, (laughs) uh, I have come to embrace it on all of those levels. Um, And I can appreciate it on multiple levels at once. Because the thing is, this is a really, really, really corny movie. This is quintessential 1980s feel-good sports movie cheese, right? Um, And it works when I watch it on that level, and I laugh at it, and I don't take it too seriously. I mean, the the stakes here are so low, and yet this regional youth karate tournament is treated like the most important thing that's ever happened. Mm -hmm. And Um, will ever happen. And will ever happen.
0: These are people peaking at (laughs) fifteen. Oh my years god. Old. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh Daniel is the protagonist and he is bullied by the Cobra guys, but sure. he is but he is also such a self centered little twerp to this movie. Jerk. Oh rea- yeah Yeah. A- it, and I mean it is it is genuinely baffling why Allie likes him so much. Like she seems into him from the moment she sees him.
2: From God and it,
1: yeah. and it just like it never makes any sense because he's never anything other than a jerk. Um mm-hmm. And uh, Kreese and the Cobra Kais are cartoon characters. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: And, and in fact, the whole movie is a cartoon. I mean, you... Didn't
0: it become a cartoon at one point?
1: I think it was a cartoon at one point, yeah. But, um, I mean, it, it already was. <laughs> like, um, You know, you, you can't learn karate in a few months. Um, you certainly can't learn enough karate in a few months to become the equivalent of a black belt and win a tournament against people who have been practicing for years. You can't attain mastery of complex skills that require experience and discipline like karate or bonsai pruning mm-hmm. uh, sim- simply by listening to a few nice sounding proverbs and believing in yourself. Right. Um, you know, it's not all about, oh, you just have to find balance. I mean, yeah, that sounds nice, but there's work involved. Like you can't just have that realization and then, oh, everything's better, right? Um, and in real life, for the most part, teenage karate students are not tough guys. They're nerds. Yeah. Uh, they might become tough guys later in life if they pursue the martial arts, like for 15 or 20 years and get really, really good at it. But if you're like taking karate classes at the Y and you're like 15, you're not a tough guy. You're a nerd. Um, so if you approach it as raw material for jokes and you, you know, watch it and give it the mystery science theater treatment, you will find it a rich and inexhaustible resource. It is so, so, so good for that. And yet... When we reach the end of the tournament and Daniel is standing on one leg facing Johnny and he assumes the crane position and it's the final point of the match, I find that I do care whether or not Daniel wins. Um, I'm not just laughing at it. I'm genuinely invested. I want Daniel to win. And when he does win and Johnny miraculously recovers from his serious facial injuries and pops up and hands him the trophy and says, you're all right, LaRusso. That works for me. Um, It it works for me, not just as a joke, but as a moment of real emotion. Uh, Daniel is a twerp, but he's also a kid who's been uprooted from his home and dragged to the other side of the country by a mother who clearly loves him, but who also just as clearly doesn't seem to be paying very close attention to him, uh, Johnny is a cartoon character, but he's also a kid with a lot of anger who has fallen under the influence of a sadistic teacher. And while he is a bully, we also see him experience flashes of conscience throughout the film, especially that moment at the end when Chris says sweep the leg and he kind of does a double take, like seriously. Um, and sure, the karate tournament is depicted with an absurd amount of gravitas. But when you're a teenager, especially a teenager in a difficult situation, like you're being bullied or you're involved in this extremely competitive environment where you're expected to perform at a high level. That's how it feels. Everything that happens to you feels like that's the entire world. The things happening to you seem that important. The stakes do feel that high, even if it might be obvious to people on the outside that they're not. Um, I love Mr. Miyagi. He's one of my favorite characters ever. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's a magical Asian man who exists only to help a, stra- a scrawny little white kid overcome his obstacles. He's
0: the obstacles. reason to watch the
1: movie. Oh, he's, <laughs> he's, he, he's definitely the best reason to watch the movie. I'll go that far with you. Um, he, he does His character does embody certain horrible stereotypes that have hounded Asian actors for generations. Um, but he's also funny. There are a few laugh out loud moments in the film and they're all Miyagi's. Uh, He has some really funny dialogue. He has some really great delivery of dialogue that wouldn't be funny if he wasn't saying it just right. Um, and he, he, he has a a tragic aspect to him and he is a total badass. One of my favorite things about Miyagi is the fact that if you watch all of his fight scenes in this movie and part two and part three, and I can't remember the next Karate Kid well enough to speak to it, but I know part two and part three well enough that I can say this with confidence and all the fight scenes Miyagi has in all three of those movies, no one ever lands a punch. Miyagi does not take a single punch. He dodges or blocks everything. He's untouchable.
0: Do you want to see the old man get punched? No,
1: but I'm just saying it's awesome that he has all those fights and nobody ever lands. You know, I think he could probably take Batman in a fight. Um, If it came down to Batman versus Mr. Miyagi, I'm taking Mr. Miyagi. Um, And I mean, who wouldn't love to have a mentor or a parent figure like this? Someone who will stand up for you, but will also teach you to stand up for yourself. Someone who you know you can always rely on and always trust, who will always be there for you. I mean, some of us have been lucky enough to actually have people like that in our lives. Um, but I mean, who wouldn't want that, especially at that age? Um, you know, and yeah, like Daniel is an idiot, but yeah, but you can kind of see his side of it. Like when Miyagi promises to teach him karate and then immediately puts him to work, washing his cars and renovating his house. <laughs> now, um, sure. Like now wax on wax off is an iconic line. And we all know what's coming when we watch that scene, even if we've never seen the movie before. Like everybody knows what that they, you know, that bit, you know, that line. Um,
0: yeah, it means you put on wax with one hand And you take off wax on the other
1: Yeah, exactly, I, I, that's exactly what it means Yeah, um, that's how I wax my car Even if you've, and, and you go like that You do the circular motion
0: Yeah, exactly <laughs> as Mr. Miyagi um, taught me to Every
1: Exactly as Mr. Miyagi taught me to, exactly Um and um, you know, even if you've never seen the movie before, I think it's it's obvious that Mr. Miyagi is up to something. You know, because he's giving mm-hmm. him such specific instructions. So even if you don't know exactly what it's going to turn out to be, you know, like he's not just making him like wash the cars and and sand the floor. Like there's something going on here. But you know, Daniel is such a dipshit. Um, and not, you know, and also it's outside of what he's expecting. This isn't what he expected was going to happen when Mr. Miyagi said, OK, I'll teach you karate. Um, that, in addition to him not being the sharpest knife in the drawer, like it makes sense that he starts to think, you know, maybe this old man is just scamming some free labor out of me. Maybe he's not actually teaching me anything. Um, you know, and then, of course, it turns out, no, Daniel, you're an idiot. You should always trust Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> <You> know, Mr. <laughs> um, but anyway, so, yeah, I mean, it's cheese. It's a cartoon. It's absurd. It's great fun to laugh at. And I mean, my God, if you and I watch this movie together and we just just riffed on it the whole time, that would be a blast. That would be like a great night. Um, <laughs> but it also has a genuine heart. Um, sure. And the story is extremely formulaic, but ultimately it gets me like by the end of the movie. I'm ca- I care about what happens one of my basic tests for whether a movie is any good is do I care what happens to these characters am I invested in the outcome and despite being able to laugh at it and make fun of it and and have a good time doing it the answer is I do care about what happens to the characters and I am invested and I do genuinely love Mr. Miyagi and I even have by the end of the movie I'm even kind of on Daniel's side even though I'm like oh god you're such an idiot but like I'm happy for him you know Um, this is a movie that I can thoroughly enjoy on a detached ironic level and also enjoy in a way that is absolutely genuine. And there aren't many like that, nor are there many movies that I can honestly say that have been one of my favorite movies for as long as this movie has. So there you go. That's my review. Highly recommended for me. Now you go ahead. Tear, tear me down. Kill me.
0: Well, you went on so long. I can barely say kill, anything at all. Kill, kill me softly. <laughs> it was <looks> fine. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Take it or leave it. The movie right. hasn't
0: aged terribly well. The music in this movie is laugh-out-loud funny. I'm not joking about some of the songs. <laughs> they are just literally that direct. and. If you listen to the lyrics to any of the songs, they have nothing to do with what's going on in the screen. And they are literally some of the dumbest lyrics I have ever heard. And that got me to laugh-out-loud, so that was fun.
1: You're saying the soundtrack is not the best around? No.
0: The one. Okay. <laughs> Uh, um, I like Pat Morita I think he's great I think all the actors did do fairly well in this movie I just don't like Daniel I just don't I don't give a shit most of these problems are of his own making people have told him why are you still continuing to start shit just well up
1: alone kid
0: Jesus Christ it's like you're going out of your way to make sure that somebody beats you up it's almost as if a scriptwriter is making sure that someone is almost always beating you up it's like he goes looking for trouble gets it and then gets beaten up yeah and he keeps doing it over and over again i mean it's not it's, I, i'm not gonna add much to it it's fine it's fine it's enjoyable I, I want I want Daniel to win at the end because it justifies Mr. Miyagi being a super kick-ass teacher. Not because I want Daniel to win because I think Daniel deserves to win by beating up everybody. <laughs> but do I hate it? No, I don't hate it. I, enge- I genuinely enjoyed laughing my way through the cheesiness of this movie. And it is cheesy. Mm-hmm. If you're watching this movie expecting to be this great drama about this kid in trouble, it's not. It's just a cheesy fucking film with a lot of cheesy goddamn Dialogue. Uh, a bunch of kind of way overdrawn characters. Daniel's mom is so great. She's so supportive, upbeat, happy, almost to the point like, are you paying attention to what's going on around you right now? Are you okay? <laughs> are you alright? Is this some I'm sort great. of mania? Isn't life wonderful? <laughs> they shot my husband in the face in front of me and said, if I'm not out of Jersey, we're all dead. <laughs> But it's fine. It's fine. I'm not going to say not recommend. It's fine. If you watch it and, you, you, and you're and you about as old as I am, you're just going to laugh because Steve said Buckaroo Bonsai was the most 80s film we've, we've ever watched. This is the most 80s film I think we've ever watched. <laughs> it's pretty 80s. It's made pretty 80s. For, made for teenagers. Awful soundtrack. Weird, weird, weird costume choices for everybody. Headbands, headbands, headbands. Oh, boy. <laughs> But it's fine. I don't hate it. I don't think it's evil. I just, you know... <laughs> I, I sat through it. I haven't seen this movie in I don't know how long. And I knew... I, that's how I felt when it came out. I was like, oh, well, that's not made for me. And <laughs> I just kind of... It's fine. So if you guys want to go see it, remember, Steve loves it. I'm like, yeah. I, I mean, I didn't fall asleep. I well, at least there's to, that. There's nothing specific that I hate about it. I'm not even the messaging. I mean you can kind of say that Mr. Miyagi's portrayal is a little racist, but mm-hmm. you know what? They At least they made him a person. I don't yeah. know what he has at stake in this other than to save face against Captain Nazi and his karate brigade, <laughs> but I mean, at least it's something that he believes in. Is it kind of ridiculous that he has a huge plot of land, a lot of old-fashioned cards, a beautiful backyard garden, and he works as a maintenance guy in a run-down apartment complex? It's like, oh, it turns out I'm a spy. That's right. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's ridiculous.
0: The maintenance check thing is my cover. Um, but it's fine. Man. I'm not going to go on and on. Steve took up all that time. And I don't really have anything to add. It's just, <laughs> It's just fine. Steve, not recommend something. Go for it.
1: Well, here's a twist for you.
0: Okay, I'll twist the movie,
1: you. The movie I'm going to not recommend Goody. is The Karate Kid.
0: Oh, I know which one you're not going to recommend. The
1: one from 2010, yeah. That's the, you know, right. The, the remake, yeah. Um, cause, so they, they remade The Karate Kid mm-hmm. in 2010 with uh, Jaden Smith in the... not he, The character's name isn't Daniel, but it's that character, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and Jackie Chan stepping in as uh, in the Mr. Miyagi role. And... On paper, that actually sounds like that in under different circumstances, that might have worked. I mean... Except... Except... Well, first of all, um, they, they try to change things up by... Instead of moving to California, the family moves to China. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't actually learn karate. He learns kung fu. Right. So the movie should have been called the kung fu kid. Right. Now, as you know, from our many conversations about movies, if this had been a good movie, I wouldn't have given a shit about that. Sure. You could have called it the whatever the fuck kid. I don't care. (laughs) Call it whatever you want. I don't give a shit. Karate, kung fu. Filipino knife
0: fighting kid.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And he learns like kung fu, like, okay, whatever. You know, I don't care. But the movie is terrible. Um, It's not, it's, you know, it's, it's mostly a remake of the original, like the character names are all different. But the story is basically the same. The new kid comes to town, gets, you know, uh, beaten up by a bunch of bullies, learns martial arts as a a way to respond to it and cope with it. It all leads to a big tournament, which he wins, right? Mm -hmm. Um, That's it's the same story. And and, uh, Jackie Chan's character, Mr. Han, is the Mr. Miyagi character. He has basically the same tragic backstory, except instead of the, the wife and son dying in childbirth, they died in a car crash that Mr. Han was responsible. Responsible for, and he has this ritual where every year he rebuilds the car that they died in. And then he smashes it with a hammer to remind himself of the okay, death of his family. you don't family. need to talk
0: about it anymore. You don't need to bring it up any. I'm good. I'm it's good. Thank movie. you. It's a bad movie. It's a really
1: bad movie, and just you don't, there's no reason to see it. So the the 2010 remake of the Karate Kid is my not recommendation.
0: Does he stitch the bodies together too? I don't want to know. He I don't makes a human know. centipede yeah. out of his out of his dead family. You done? Good. I'm done. Hey, as you guys know, I like to not recommend a movie from the same year as the movie that we just reviewed, and it's 1984, and I also am uh, going to not recommend a movie about a young person on a quest. On a quest to lose her virginity. Ooh. The movie I'm going to tell you not to watch is a movie called Bolero, starring Bo Derek, which I think was written by 75-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, it's a woman who sets out to lose her virginity and she falls in love with a sheik and then a bullfighter. You know, things that 70 to 80-year-old guys thought masculine men were. Yeah, Hemingway anyway. shit. And then we're going to put the Boderick in it and she's going to be naked and she's going to be trying to lose her virginity and she's going to fail. And then finally, she's going to meet an extraordinarily old movie producer and they're going to rail her. good. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my movie. It'll make a million dollars. Thank you very much. Where's my Oscar? (laughs) Okay, Mr.
1: Derek, we'll do it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So that's it. Polaro, don't watch it. It's not sexy. It's not interesting. It's not funny, even though it's billed as a comedy. It's just bullshit. Hey, Steve.
1: Yes, my friend.
0: Guess what time it is.
1: Is it time for me to make a terrible choice?
0: No, it's time for you to make a very terrible Christmas choice.
1: Oh, let's hear those sleigh bells ling ding, ding, ding,
0: ding, dingaling, ding. Something, something. You're on the road.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's the Karate Kid version. <laughs> you're you're a man
0: in a sleigh. It's Christmas time. You gotta deliver all the presents today. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's right. Steve doesn't know what these movies are, but I do, nope. and he has to make a selection of three movies, and these are the movies that we're going to review for our Christmas show. And what's special about our Christmas show, Steve?
1: Well, our Christmas show is special because we actually do a commentary track that people are supposed to listen to while they watch the movie.
0: And for special Patreon patrons, I'm gonna put up a video that would get me dumped off YouTube if I monetized it. Uh-oh. Because I'm going to show the fucking thing with our commentary. <gasps> but only on Patreon.
1: You rebel.
0: I know. I can't help it. No one can stop me.
1: Nobody can stop you. Nobody I'm like stop
0: Johnny. You. I'm going to sweep the leg of Christmas and YouTube <laughs> and everybody.
1: I'm going to sweep the leg of Christmas. <laughs> I love it.
0: Now, Steve, uh-huh. make your choice. A, B, or C. A, B, or C. They're all Christmas movies. A, B, or
1: C. I am choosing B. B.
0: B. So had you chosen A, we would be watching the contemporary Christmas classic, Elf. Oh, dear. So we shall have Will Ferrell forever. (laughs) (laughs) Even if everyone forgets all of his other movies, we will always have Elf. Yes, indeed. Had you chosen C, we would have watched the stupefyingly creepy Christmas tale of gremlins.
1: Ooh.
0: We would have had a gremlin poop on our stomach. Okay. <laughs> but we chose B, which means I get to do something in front of Steve while we watch it. Oh. Because I happen to know that B is Steve's favorite Christmas movie. <gasps> so what you guys are going to be able to watch, listen, or watch if you're on Patreon, and if it doesn't get totally taken down, to- <laughs> <laughs> yes. fingers crossed. Is as we riff on and then review the 1947 classic film *Miracle on 34th Street*.
1: Oh yeah! So you don't
0: need to watch it because, well, because we're gonna ask you to wait. <laughs> yeah, you
1: watch it with us.
0: You can watch it with us. Um, at the time that you get this, it's going to be a little early. It's going to be the weekend before Christmas, but I swear it'll be good. You will be, you can wait. You can hold it like a present and stare at it under the tree and wonder what it is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because we're going to be doing Miracle on 34th Street, and that's it. Thank you guys for tuning in once again. For Late Seating, this has been Jason Hardy, and go see a movie this week.
1: And this has been Steve Shives. You know what I always say? To make honey, young bee need young flower, not old prune. What? To make honey, young yeah. bee need young flower, not old prune.
0: Actually, it needs a lot of bees. It needs a whole lot of bees to collect from the flowers.
1: From lots and, of different flowers, yes.
0: And not from prunes at all, that's not a flowering, that's not yeah. a flower, that's no. just a dried piece of fruit.
1: Well, that's why and, it says not old prune.
0: Why are you even telling me this? I'm about to go pick up my girl to take her out, while well, I'm trying to get her back. What does that mean? Why well, you te- Okay,
1: well, you're a young bee, okay. and she's a young flower, and you need to oh. go make honey with her.
0: Oh, so not I should gather up like all me. of my friends, and we what? should... Oh
1: no, just you. No, one young bee and one young flower.
0: That bee starves to death. And or make honey. Argue.
1: Just go make honey with the flower. Look, it's with, a sex metaphor. Just the, go fuck your girlfriend. Okay. Right. I gave but you, I mean, I just, it's, it's,
0: why? Why I do just you want gave me you f- a
1: nice car. Go fuck your girlfriend.
0: I love the car, but I don't want to damage the seats already. I mean, the leather's okay, but it's well, old. Okay. It's gonna crack. You
1: don't have to fuck her in the car. Just why her can't I? Else.
0: You but, just gave me this car, Mister Miyagi. <laughs>
1: you can fuck, oh, dude. You can fuck her in the car if you want. I'm not saying you can't. What about I'm on the car, about Can I do that? Do I have my?
0: Do I have your permission to fuck? Her on the car,
1: like on the hood. Yeah, yeah. Throw her up on the hood. Do whatever you need to.
0: What about under? In the uh,
1: trunk? In the that sounds uncomfortable. The trunk's not very large. Can really I dump her body
0: here? You have a lot of room out front.
1: Fuck her, fuck her however you want, in whichever <laughs> way she's comfortable with. I don't care. I'm just saying that's what you. I'm just saying don't 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 hang out with me tonight. Go fuck your girlfriend is all I'm saying.
0: I want to make you watch. You're I lonely. Don't,
1: I don't know if that's legal.
0: I owe you. <laughs> I don't know if that's legal. <laughs>
1: You're only 16. I don't think I can watch.
0: Wait, wait, is that illegal to watch two teenagers have sex? Isn't it? If you're not paying them to do it, they're just doing it. Do people have to cover their eyes and run screaming from the room?
1: <laughs> How long did you watch the children having sex before you realized <laughs> what was happening and turned away?
0: Well, I didn't want to interrupt them to find out their appropriate ages, yeah. sir.
1: Excuse me, kids. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I hate to do this. How old are you? <laughs> All right, I'm out. No, please, no, don't let me interrupt. Go ahead, but I'm, no, I'm I was got, never here. I'm out of here. I've
0: got to hit my head on the rock to forget what I've seen.
1: <laughs> I'm going to wipe my memory. Just be right back.
0: I'm sorry <laughs> you're both 17. Goodbye. <laughs> Dang, just one month more and it would have been perfectly fine for me to stare at you.
1: I just so happen to have the age of consent in every state memorized. Not for any nefarious reason, of course.
0: Just because I find it interesting I as just, a hobby. I'm, in, I'm
1: interested in the law and how it differs from state to state. Is that such and a crime?
0: And how I don't go to jail, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> continue about your business. <laughs>
1: Don't mind me. Continue to fuck teenagers.
0: <laughs> Don't mind me. <laughs> okay, let's see. The law says that if you encounter two teenagers fucking and they both are underage, you are, it is permissible, <laughs> permissible to watch them, but not film them.
1: <laughs> oh, well, in that case, that changes everything.
0: Oh, you Got it. Or put them up to it. Oh. <laughs> oh,
1: okay. <laughs> What if I just suggested random encounter
0: of fucking teenagers? (laughs) What if I just suggested hypothetically to them? What
1: if I said, you know, maybe you might someday want to fuck in front of a fellow not unlike myself?
0: First, I run up and splash mud on their clothes. Then I say, you can (laughs) wash them there in the creek. Then I had them a bottle of whiskey. I have not mentioned sex at all, which happens to be by a discarded, perfectly clean mattress.
1: He just constructs these farcical contrivances <laughs> to get teenagers to fuck in front of him without and actually a trail asking. betrayal of
0: marijuana him. from the school to the woods—is <laughs> that okay? Is, <laughs> is that, that a, a trap, man? Is that
1: within the bounds of your
0: precious law?
1: Am I all right? <laughs> <laughs> Am I all right?
0: Well, that went weird, didn't it, Steve? Ah, I it sure just went
1: did. Way I knew weird. What- I knew it would as soon as I picked that quote.
0: <laughs> you did it on purpose. You set me up.
1: I did. I winded you up and just let well, thanks you Thanks a lot
0: for nothing, Mr. Miyagi.
1: <laughs> Welcome.
0: Mm, bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Okay. I was about to do it again. I was about to hang hang up on Skype. Don't do that. Can you believe that fucking shit? My brain is gone. You got to count us out first. It sizzled like a sausage. What?
1: You got to count us out first.
0: I was about to hang up, count us down, and then click hang up on Skype.
1: Oh, I see. I, I see was hovering that. over
0: the button. Okay, okay. Uh-huh. Late Seating is a Let Me Listen podcast production featuring Steve Shives and Jason Harding. Produced by Jason Harding. Theme music, Rollin' at Five, composed and performed by Kevin MacLeod. You can find more Let Me Listen podcast productions at our website at www.letmelistenpodcasts.com. You can also find us on Stitcher, iTunes, or just about anywhere you download podcasts. Late Seating is a listener-supported podcast. If you would like to support Late Seating or any of the other Let Me Listen productions for as little as $1 a month, please visit our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash And...